Brooks. And I'm Dan. And it's after work. Where we talk about the things we do after work. Yeah, not that boring stuff in the middle of the day. Like how I write knock-knock jokes. Knock-knock, Dan. Who's there? Tank. Tank who? You're very welcome, madame. Knock-knock. Uh, I don't think you're good at this. Oh, uh, well, that was one that I had pre-written for this book I got coming out. It's called Who's Knock there? Knock Jokes oh. for Funny Kids. Uh, Real Funny Kids, I mean, by Brooks, Brooks Lyle. Cash. Knock, knock. Who's there? Cash. Cashew Actually, nuts? Actually, I prefer peanuts mixed mixed with almonds. <laughs> oh. oh, man, that's seriously going to fail that book. I should probably not talk about it anymore. Anyways, yeah. uh, Dan, I, I, uh, you're back from vacation. We'll talk about that. I had a uh, very bad sickness. That's why we're, we're remoting. We're recording remotely. Remoting. But you got to get up. What's you get that? down with the sickness. You you got to get up. I get that down with and the get down sickness. With the sickness. Uh, anyway, yeah, my kids. They caught a little something from my niece last weekend or. 10 days ago when we were at the coast got the sniffles okay. and it worked its way through them it hit me and I got super stuffed up and then I couldn't smell uh oh we all know that that is exclusively the COVID-19 virus I'd ne- pandemic I'd never heard That's of it. anybody not being able to smell uh, until COVID-19 came out. That was never a symptom for me. Have you ever not been able to smell, Dan? Uh, only to the... Um, I mean, only to the level of being stuffed up, you know? I mean, I wasn't, like... I had been stuffed up, but I was breathing perfectly fine through my nose. And then... I was like, oh, I was having trouble. I was doing a lot of coughing and whatever. And uh, it was time for bed. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to rub some of that, you know, Vicks Vapor Rub on my chest. And uh, I grabbed it from the, the, the cabinet. And I go, wait a minute. This is supposed to smell like something. Doesn't that stuff stink it's, really strongly? It's really supposed to, like, it's supposed to be so potent that it cures up your cold. And I'm like, Jamie, is this like the unscented version? And she <laughs> looks at me and she was like, no. Uh-oh. You're kidding. And I'm like, no, I'm not kidding. And then... <laughs> And then I picked up something else and smelled it. And I was like, this doesn't smell either. This doesn't smell either. And I got uh, some nail polish remover. Oh, man. <laughs> Nothing. It was whoa, crazy. It was crazy. Good thing it wasn't whiskey night. Oh, man. Because I wouldn't have been able to terrible. smell any of those caramels or tannins or things. So, uh, yeah, I got that COVID test and uh, negative. And then my smell came back, and I think it was just a really bad cold. 
Apparently, that's what the COVID-19 virus is. Uh, okay. It's a cold. So maybe this was COVID-17 like 17 or something. Yeah. And it's that's, not that's as... COVID-2005. And uh, yeah, but I was whew, really, really struggling there. I even had to sleep downstairs on the couch. I was coughing so much. I didn't want to wake up my wife and I had to like build a weird angle angular thing because i couldn't sleep laying down i had to like sleep Mm. up at a weird 45 if i had a recliner i'd sleep in that Mm. yeah but i'm on the mend i'll be good to get back to joke writing tomorrow easy easy and uh dan i got a another addiction addiction. Uh oh what is it my, you know how I've told my son in the past, hey, I, I can't get into that game. I got a new phone game addiction. I can't get into that game. It'll just take up too much of my life, my precious, precious yeah. life. And I just can't do it. Well, he tricked me by showing me this awesome game. It's, remember Snakes? It? Remember Snakes oh, from back in the day? Yep. Well, this is called Slither.io, and it's like okay. snakes, where you're just a snake getting longer and longer and biting pills or whatever, and just getting longer and longer. Okay. Well, uh, this one, so instead of just making left and right turns and going forward, you can go, it's this big map, it's an online map where there's like 500 people playing on the internet and you're running into these dots and just getting longer and longer. You can run over your own tail, but if you run head first into somebody else's tail, you die. And then all the points you've gathered while getting longer and longer appear right there in your snake trail. Mm. And then all the other snakes try to gobble them up and get really big and long. And it's Yeah, that's uh it's like that game on Tron, right? But you're not only getting longer, you're also getting girthier. Oh. So you start out as this little tiny little snake, and you get ginormous. And it still has the same camera view as if you were small, but every the scale gets gets all skewed. So you're coming up to a snake that's giant, but he's taking up a third of the screen and somehow you gotta get in his way when you're when you're a little tiny anyways i've rubbed my left finger tip raw being sick for these couple past couple days and uh i have a new addiction slither.io anybody go out check that baby out if you got hours and hours to kill all right. And if you have a political statement, just make that your name, which is a weird <laughs> thing I've noticed. You just pick whatever name you want, and there's lots of political statements. I'm not going to say what they are. It's it's everybody saying this yeah. person sucks and that person sucks. But, uh, you know, if you make it to number one, that's the true fact. It's never my guy's good. It's always the other guy's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Dan, do we have, we couldn't possibly have any emails? Afterworkpod at gmail.com. This is the portion of the show where we 
answer your emails, respond to your questions, tell your stories. We do have an email today from Andy. Hey, Andy. It says, hey, Andy. Gentlemen, my middle daughter is in ninth grade, and last night after work, I went to her last home swim meet of the season. She swam the 100-yard butterfly, the 500-yard freestyle, and the 200-yard freestyle relay. She got season best times in both her individual events. Awesome. Next paragraph. I had a craving for Mexican food last weekend, so on Saturday, I made empanadas. I can say empanadas, but I don't really know what they are. Hold on. They turned out great. The recipe I was following said I'd have enough filling for 12. In practice, it was 20. Yummy, yummy leftovers. Oh, yeah. I I do not know what empanadas are. I think it's just another uh, Mexican food, like beans, meat, tortilla with some sort of sauce. That's an enchilada. I think they're all the What's same. What's an empanada? I think they're all the they're same, all the just same. in different variations. Some fried, some... Some baked, some okay. with sauce on the outside, some with sauce on the inside, some with cheese, some without. Because you can have a burrito, but if you deep fat fry it, it becomes a chimichanga. Yep. Yep. Hmm. You can have a soft taco, and if you deep fat fry it, it becomes a chalupa? I, no, that's not really no, true. That's, that's a different, different kind of thing. Altogether. I'm starting to think... Well, I'm right now I'm charging my watch and since we're doing this remotely, my phone is on the other side of the room where it gets better service. And uh I can't look up what empanada is, but I've heard it, you know, a thousand times in my life and never questioned what it was or ordered one. But I imagine they're delicious. Exactly. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. Well, Dan, the time has come. Oh. You have not been oh, look, on a major vacation. They look like hot pockets. They oh, awesome! It's a it, an empanada is a type of baked or fried turnover consisting of pastry and filling, common in Spanish and other Southern European, Latin American, and the Philippines cultures. So it's not the, a tortilla. It's okay. The Gaelic the the name comes from the Gaelican verb. Empanar and translates as embreaded. That is wrapped or coated in bread. Anyway, that's an empanada. Oh, now man, we know. That sounds like a good weekend. Embreaded. Just cover me in bread, Dan. <laughs> when you when you pass on over that rainbow bridge? That's how I want to go. No, no casket. Coffin, no. You're going to be an empanada? Yeah, just put me in an empanada. Set me out for the okay. wolves. All right. Middle of Yellowstone, big old. That empanada. sounds like a Grimm's fairy tale. Brooks's fairy tale. Now I'm taking over. Okay. Well, Dan, you went to Hawaii. You went to a place. You flew to a place for the first time in twenty or so months. How was it? Yeah. That flight was terrible. Terrible. I haven't been stuck in a. A place like that for five and a half hours for a, a long time. We, the only seats that we could get were not next to each other, oh. so we were both sitting by the window. 
one row in front like i was one row in front of her okay so uh, she my wife that is your shoulder but you could yep you could put your hand back there and she would touch your hand exactly oh. yeah uh but that was the worst part of the trip and uh, the rest of it was awesome so what's the deal we, man walk us through the highlights we went uh to maui we were with a couple of other uh another couple um and we just hung out and they we had a rental car and they went around and did a lot of driving around and uh we went with them on a couple of things a lot of driving in they, maui yeah they took a whole day they left at like eight in the morning and didn't get back until like eight at night or even later and they did that hana highway the oh, road to hana oh yeah that what is that for people that don't know, it's got like a hundred and forty turns to get. There's a lot of twists and turns, and the road has probably since you've done it become uh, worse. And there's a lot of potholes, and it looks like it hasn't been fixed in a long time. But there's some cool waterfalls over there. Yeah, there's a couple stops along the, the way. So we didn't beach. do that. Oh, Black Beach. Yeah, there's oh. a Black Beach, I remember, when I went that way. Well, that's cool. Uh, what else were so, you, what else what was your main thing? The main thing in Maui was just hanging out by the pool. We went, went to the ocean, and it was pretty rough. And Rebecca got knocked down by the waves. And so then there were like after that happened then we saw that there was like surf advisories and so we didn't go back in the ocean after that but there was a nice pool where we were at and so spent a lot of time at the pool did some walking around we went to like a saturday market kind of thing where they had an open air market and everybody was selling different things did you buy anything at That's, that open air market i bought a small bracelet for my son wow and that's all that was it. Puka shell? No puka yeah. shell necklace? No puka shells. No. Uh, oh, I did get some shave ice at, at the at that place. That was pretty good. When you get shave ice, do you get uh, with the scoop of ice cream? I didn't hear because it didn't, uh, it wasn't an option, but I do like it with the scoop of ice cream in the middle. What is shave ice? But, shave ice is just a big snow cone, right? In a cup. It's it's like a snow cone, except it's not little chips of ice. It's a shaving. So it's like a super thin, creamy ice. They take a big giant block and they have a machine that shaves it off. Mm -hmm. Like, so you get these... It looks like ice ribbons when it's coming off of the block, but then they just kind of pack it down into the cup. And then they put, you know, snow cone toppings on it. What's the buy-in for a shave ice, uh, you know, store? I feel like when you're up for retirement and uh, you probably need a side hustle, a, a you can shave ice. For, you could probably get into a cart for ten grand. Okay. That'll pay for itself in a long weekend. I mean, especially if... Uh, I thought shave ice was cheap, and now... I paid like four dollars. That still seems cheap. Four dollars? It used to be three dollars. That's still not nah, four dollars, man. Four dollars is cheap these days. 
Four dollars is the new. Uh, two dollars, buck fifty. Four dollars so, is the new buck fifty. Check this out, though. There was a mini bus, a uh, a Volkswagen bus, out in front. There were some food carts out by our resort, uh-huh. and the the Volkswagen bus was a shave ice cart. But I never got shave ice there because it was seven dollars. And I said, seven dollars, too much. Too much for shave ice. Hmm. Yeah. Seven dollars. That's that's ice cream scoop territory. They plop that's a big like scoop. A ice double cream. scoop. Alright. But remember, you're on vacation. Uh money acts differently when at least when I'm on vacation. <laughs> It does. I You're just, right. I just know that there's going to be a certain amount more leave my wallet every day. Yeah. Entering and entering my belly. That's true. You're right. Did you do? Did they have anything? Uh, I know the resort there has some cool stuff. Or when I stayed there at the World Mark Resort in Kihei, Maui, uh, they had. Like, cool stuff during the day? Was all that going on, or was it closed because of COVID? There was nothing going on, but the pool was open. The pool and hot tub were open. The pool is pretty sweet. It's kind of like a lagoon. Sh- lagoon it's a very shape. nice pool. Very nice. They got they got rocks and, and, like, palm trees and stuff growing around the pool, waterfall. and there's, like, a waterfall. Yeah, and then at night, they light up torches. Ooh. But, like, not torches, they're, like, I mean, they're permanent, and then they just have, like, gas. They're just, like, gas torches. They're pretty nice. Have you considered getting gas torches for your backyard? Well, I've thought about it, yeah. Running gas lines out? That's too much work. To every fence post and have them on top? Yes, yes, I've thought about it. Priced it out. It's too much. Can't do it. And then there's an extra... You know, security reason for this fire fire fence, as you call it. The you know the mongrels come, mongols, and you just light your oh. whole fence on fire. Nah, that'd be cool. Okay, right. and then that'll work once. Yeah, they just stand back and wait for it to burn down. Hey, no, there's no fence. Okay, you know that fence touches my house. Oh, dang it. I hadn't considered that. That's where you have the, uh, you know. Put a moat in in between. Yep. Moat. You got your moat. You got your fire fence, your moat, and then all else fails. You got your zip line that that shoots you down the hill to the park. Okay. You live on a downhill street, dude. You could get a, you could get at least a half mile long zip line going from your. Probably. Front window. Yeah. Let's do this, man. All right. So there were, they didn't have any activities going on at the resort. Um, Dang. And then that was, that was a relaxing week. And then we spent three days on the big island. Oh, cool. Which is, you know, Hawaii. And there we, we flew in to Kona, which is, I think, the main airport. Where they have all because the coffee. Two, yeah, and then the resort that we were staying at was all the way down to the south of there and kind of around to the east, down at this, like, southeast tip. 
of the island. And so we drove through the whole Kona coffee region and we got to stop and do a tour of one of the coffee farms there, coffee farm. And we got to see the processing plant and got a, it was, it was pretty nice. Coffee beans come from trees, bushes. Coffee literally grows on trees, trees. All right. And they shake the trees, trees like they're like you're harvesting your hazelnut tree. You shake it and they, they all they have people that they hire that they bring in immigrants that they bring in from another country to pick by hand the coffee cherries off the tree. Okay, and they feed them yeah. to some sort of cat and they go through the digestive system. <laughs> No, we, we did look that stuff up, but that's not, this is not that. Okay. This is uh, different. This is just normal coffee. Yeah, so apparently, I've been to another coffee place on Kauai, and that place, they have machines that harvest them. But this place is much smaller. That I mean, the one on Kauai is huge. It's like hundreds of acres. But this one was like 100 acres or something. Not not huge, but it was big for the area. And they do it all by hand because if you use a machine to harvest it, like some of them are red, some of them are green. And if they're green, they're not good. Oh. So they, they showed it. They have a machine that you dump basically you dump a bag of the coffee cherries and they kind of look when they're ripe they kind of look like a little little tiny cherry or a crab apple or something like that just like a little red uh fruit or whatever and then some of them are green if they're not ripe yet and they have this machine where they dump the bag on it a conveyor belt and it goes down and there's a computer or something that has a camera it looks at them and decides if they're red enough and if they're not red enough it shoots a a, a little thing of air and it pops them right out and, it, and they go over into the bad section and they said it does like so many thousands per minute wow it's like and you got to watch pretty... that happen yeah, Whoa, got cool. kinda, you could kind of see it. Like, we didn't get to go up and, like, stare down at it, but we were kind of looking at it from the outside of the little open-air building that it was in, kind of watching the process. And they have, like, it. The, the rejects get dumped into a big trailer, and then they take that trailer off somewhere and compost it. But So this place was all, all by hand, all that. And I think the name of it was Greenwell Farms. And it just happens to be one of the bigger the bigger ones that does a tour. So we saw it in somewhere that we could do it. And so we went to that one. Cool. You know, I like coffee. I, tri- I taste these fancy coffees that cost $40 for a pound of coffee. Yeah, that's what I heard. Kona coffee was crazy expensive. And I think to myself, all right, but that's okay. I don't need that. I'll be all right. And uh, I didn't buy any. The oh. other guy, uh-huh. he bought like two bags of it. Two bags. He must. He must be a really co- a real coffee guy. I yeah. I don't know. I I sip on coffees, and I'm like, 
it's either okay or it's bad. Well, how much? That's... How many drinks can you make with a pound of coffee? I always make. I use like instant espresso mix for my morning coffee, and you use the, yeah. those pod things. Have you ever? I use done, the pods. Have you ever made coffee like? I used old to make co- pots of coffee. Yeah. And how long does a? How much does a pound get you? That's a good question. I'm going to say I don't know. Probably 20 pots, maybe. Let's see. Hold on, hold on. Less? How many pots of coffee does a pound make? Hmm. Because I was thinking a lot of people might scoff at our uh, whiskey tastes when we get up to some $50 bottle of whiskey. Yeah. And they're like, what's the point? Or whatever. Thank you. But I mean, seventy-two servings. Okay, so is that, uh, six know. cups per pot. So we divide seventy-two by six, and then we'll have our answer. Yeah, we would. We could do that. <laughs> I feel like that's about eight pots. Twelve. Twelve pots 12. of coffee. All but right. Those are six. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. It's still probably cheaper than going to Starbucks and buying a Starbucks coffee. Spending forty dollars on just, a pound of Kona. Well, seventy-two servings, so it's less than a dollar. It's fifty cents, so it's like an expensive pod. Yeah. Okay. Right? Well, we can't scoff anymore at That's those fine. Kona coffee drinkers. I know there's lots of Kona blends out there that I see, and people are like don't buy those. Don't buy that. It's trash. Well, it's. 10% Kona coffee and 90% the cheapest coffee they could find. 90% the ones, the reject beans. Oh, I, oh, I did learn. Have you ever heard of pea berries? No. Pea berry coffee? Huh. Okay. Uh, this, I learned this. Pea berry is a specific coffee bean that has a weird mutation where only one of the hemispheres so normally a coffee bean is two hemispheres they look like two peanuts like two halves of a peanut Mm -hmm. you know and they're in a circle together and they kind of grow together like that well these pea berries the they're only one half of the hemisphere grows and it has nothing to stop it so it just kind of grows around on itself and it turns into a little circle so the pea berries are kind of weird looking and they separate them out and you can buy a pound of pea berry coffee, How but it costs is... even more. These are the special ones. There's and they're like, per bean. it's like 3%, 3 to 5%, they said, of the cherries have the pea berries in them. And they don't know how to... They can't, like, make them do it. I wonder what marketing uh, rep came up with that idea. <laughs> hey, we're going to take these weird-looking ones and uh, separate them out and these sell ones, them to suckers. only 3% are these. So, uh, 70 bucks a pound. Yeah, that's, that's close. Huh? Dang. Dang. So, yeah, are you tan, so, Dan? Are you tan? I'm fairly tan. My face is kind of tannish. I try to stay out of the sun as much as I can. Like, I don't lay around in the sun 
if I'm hanging out in the pool, I wear like a long sleeve pool shirt. Mm -hmm. So, so that I keep the burning down to a minimum. Um, but yeah, I'm a little more tan. Oh, okay. So we went through Kona, we did the coffee place and then we get down to our resort. It's way down at the bottom and it's, there's nothing around. Like literally we're in the middle of nowhere. There's a sign that says golf, tennis, food, and lodging. And one of those things was true because we lodged. But the golf course was closed down. I don't even know where that tennis was. And there's definitely no food down there. But and how far away from civilization were you? Oh, it was like over an hour, like an hour and a half drive back to Kona. Well, that's the... So the closest Safeway was over an hour away. Okay. And, and the, so we, we were planning on buying groceries um, at like a local store. There were a couple little small stores there. And so oh. we're like, oh, we'll just eat out most of the time. And well, it turns out there's not a lot of that stuff around. So we ended up buying groceries to make dinner at this little tiny local market where they're reselling like Costco stuff and Safeway branded things. And mm. they, it, they really had a lot. It's like a big convenience store, but uh -huh. they have everything. So they just it, jack up the price enough to make it not no. worth your, then they weren't jacked up. They weren't. I mean, some things were like, you could tell that, I I don't want to pay one one day we had pancakes and we had we were going to get some syrup and like a full on big bottle of syrup was like $8. What? I was confused. That's but reasonable. most most of the prices were really good. You know, I, I even probably better than say I don't know. I don't quite know how that works, but some of the stuff was really high. Some of the stuff was reasonable. Okay. So the beach at, we were, I don't even know the name. I don't even know what town we were in, but we were close to a town called Volcano. But the beach by our resort was, is the Black Sand Beach, oh, sometimes cool. called Turtle Beach. And uh, I know why they call it Turtle Beach, because there's a lot of turtles down there. What? Like green sea turtles, yeah. Cool. And they just come up on the beach, and there's signs. There's like billboard, like uh, not billboards, sandwich boards that that say "Stay twenty feet away from the turtles." But they, yeah, they just come up on the beach, and they're swimming around in the water out there. And it's all black sand. Well, it's interesting. Is it it's black different because of the volcanoes that are nearby? Yeah, it's, it's real close to the volcano. And that's the other cool thing that we got to do on the, the Big Island was we got to go up into the National Park where the volcano was erupting. So I got to go see a volcano, and we got to go up there at night. And you have to go on like a three-mile hike in order to get into where you can actually see the lava. But from the viewing area up on the rim you can there's like steam coming up and you can see a red glow at night so that was kind of cool 
from the lava. Oh. Yeah. Was that yeah, the, that was that was, was probably that, the coolest thing. Was that in the area? Wasn't there like a neighborhood a few years back that was at risk of being taken over by 80, volcanoes? Eighty houses were destroyed by the volcano. Eighty. Wow. Yeah, a lot of houses. Yeah, we we drove by that area and looked, and yeah, and Not a lot good. of them are. When I think, when I think Hawaii, I think nice fancy homes, but it seems like this yeah. is out a little deeper. We're talking shacks, but yeah, uh huh. Where it's like, hey, Some this is where we can't afford to buy stuff. Yeah, they're not insurable because we're so close to a volcano, but it's a quarter of the price as the houses down the street. Yeah, the area that we were in that's kind of far away from things, it was actually pretty reasonable prices. Like, if you were willing to live in a shack, you could probably get one for less than $200,000. Okay. And you get like five acres sometimes. I am. I'm willing to live in a shack. They have a basement. They had some cool, interesting structures. A lot of container homes, like a shipping container home. Um, There was a couple (coughs) that were geodesic domes. There was one that was like giant concrete cisterns that were turned upside down with doors and windows cut into them. There were like three of them put together. There were some weird looking houses. I watched a whole YouTube video the other day about how container homes are not actually as cool as everybody thinks they are. Yeah, because they're real narrow. And, uh, yeah. That's what I've been thinking since people have been telling me about them. I'm like, they don't seem all that cool. But turns out I was right. You know confirmation bias i found some information that matched what i already thought yeah but we could just plop one in hawaii man and live in it yeah i mean i'm willing to live in something that's not that cool in a cool place yeah okay all right i'll allow it let's do it change my mind all right i'm in 50 50 let's go we'll we'll share the time 95 grand each and we'll have a shack we don't need to tell our wives they don't listen, we right? Won't tell them that. Nope, not anymore. That's like six, five hundred bucks a month. Just disappears <laughs> to Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Let's do it. Sign me up. No, I already did. What else, Dan? What was your uh, what? So, what would you say was your most favorite part of the trip? Or do you have probably more? just seeing that volcano? No, that was that was the last three days. That I mean, there wasn't a lot, a lot of time to do stuff, but yeah, lots of cool hanging out with your friends, catching up. Yeah, that yeah. is a big island. Also, I I know it is literally called the Big Island, but that's pr- it's a good size. So, we drove for an hour and a half, and we probably didn't even do a third of it. Wow! Like if you were to just drive all the way around. Well, yeah, because. I mean, you could probably drive around in a day. Oh, yeah. But it'd be I, all day. I mean, day. it'd probably be an all-day drive to go all the way around it. 
And then there's roads going up in through the middle. Hmm. We went there. So there's a national park there. We went to the, the place where the, uh, the volcano was active, but they have a whole bunch of different national park areas in there that are different parts that are the part of the volcano national park that we didn't go to. I have one last question for you. Okay. Did you find a treasure map and or any pirate's treasure? I'm not going to tell you that. All right. Good answer. Good answer. Take that as a yes, everybody. Dan has come into some wealth. So we're going to be upgrading the podcast studio for what? When he comes back. But now it's time for a little thing we like to call Around Around, 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 the the House. Hey, Dan. What's happening? Hey. I know Uh, you've been gone for... I've been gone. ...ten days. Did you have any... You know, were there any loose towel hooks at the old uh, world mark that needed fixing? I didn't know. No, nothing. I didn't fix anything. Well, I have... It's been so long. I have two things. One of them's a half of a thing, but I'm just going to say it. Remember when I got that uh, reverse osmosis filter for my house? Yep, and then you had to change the filter, and you said it was like just as much work as installing it? It's pretty much just as much work as installing it, changing the filter. And uh, I did that. I Well, I haven't had it for six months because the filter got all used up, plugged up. Hmm. Like it was just used up so much that it was running really slow, not worth it. And you just decided not to change it i decided well eventually i'll get new filters this is not a thing i use anymore and i turned off the valve to that thing and then cut to six months later i finally get filters put them in uh everything seems to be running fine and then the other day i was grabbing some garbage bags out of the uh front of the sink where the reverse osmosis is and there was some water on the ground no and uh so I shut it back off to fix at a different time. Dripping a tiny little drip from somewhere in there that I got to get in with the flashlight and figure out, tighten up some things. But a week ago, 10 days ago, down at the coast, back at the coast, working on that cabin, my dad's cabin, and we got the roof on. Oh, nice. Just in time. Just in time been for, raining the, for, a while. for the rain. And uh, it was a quick trip. Went down Friday night. I worked on that roof with my brother and uh, my parents' helper for most of the day Saturday. Got that roof on just before dusk with uh, not the permanent roof, but they put down or we put down uh like this vapor barrier, water barrier, uh, ice, dry ice lock or ice and something lock, water and ice lock. And okay. it's like super sticky on one side. And then like 
whatever the water and then the other side is just nice and smooth so the water will just run right off but so All when right. you put the regular roof on we're going to put metal roof on top of that but this will last until the spring without leaking when you drill th- the screws in it's like a rubber super sticky rubber membrane so it kind of oh. like seals around the screw heads so you don't need any washers or gaskets or whatever whatever it, it's but it's like got that up and now my dad can start working on the inside without getting rained on now that the rain has come and uh nice. yeah i don't think i'll be doing much work on that until the spring but be heading down there we got the cabin all organized up and we got our wood ready it's awesome when you just cut down a bunch of branches and trees in the spring and split them up and then in the winter you got uh, you know fuel for the fire there you go it's like okay what's that oh i did think of one thing that i did i i came home to a broken garbage disposal oh no yeah so we have one of those chain chain mail looking uh things to clean cast iron Uh uh-huh it's just like a little square of chain mail and it apparently fell down into the garbage disposal and nobody knew and then the garbage disposal got turned on and uh you know chunk 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 now there's metal stuck in there so i i got home i reached down in there and i pull it out and so nobody apparently, i feel so scary working with a garbage no, I disposal i unplugged it nobody touched that light switch while my hand <laughs> yeah. in here don't do it i've seen those scary movies where your hand gets stuck in there and then you're reaching for a light switch or something yeah so I, I pulled that out and then I go to turn it on and it's just like and uh, I have no idea I've never fixed a garbage disposal before so I'm I'm reaching down in there and I'm spinning the blades around I'm like it seems to be working what the, what's blocking it but I think there's more on the inside mm. like where it goes down into it and that's where some of the pieces were stuck and so there's like a there's a thing on the bottom for the little hex what do you call those hex wrenches allen wrench they have a name allen wrench with a star that's no, now it's just a hex like for fixing a bicycle you know those yeah so you allen stick wrench. that allen wrench down in the bottom and you just kind of spin it back and forth until you can get it spinning and going and uh turns out that did it and then i turned it back on and for about a minute every once in a while i would just have one of those little rings the little stainless steel rings just pop out out into the sink that was stuck down inside it's just like sounds like really metally popcorn like tink 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 and then every once in a while a piece would pop out i'd be like oh there's a piece there's a piece i made sure to not keep my face right over the top of it did you pull out the p-trap and uh clean that out no i didn't do that ah well it'll be fine 
should flush yeah. they'll flush all the way to the sewer the rest of that mess That'd scraps uh, there couldn't have been that much gone from it because I picked up and I looked at the whole thing and I was like oh man that got messed up but it wasn't missing a lot did you put it back on the counter for future use or is it I threw it away okay it was pretty messed up I just threw it away Apparently, we can't be trusted with such things. Well, I'm sorry. So now I'll just use ever again. I'll I'll just use the little scrubbies that I, don't work as well. I just scrape my food out of the cast iron pans. Just scrape it right yeah. into the compost. Yeah, and never seems to be lots of stick on stuff. Okay, and then the next time. I cook my eggs the next morning, whatever. You know, it's got a hint taste of what I cooked the night before or what was cooked the night before. If you use it every single day, it's not as big of a deal. But it's usually just me that uses the cast iron skillet. So I'm like scrubbing it down, oiling it up before I put it away because it's not going to get used again for a while. Yeah, that's my... That's the only thing I really use. My wife uses and, other stuff, but that's the only one I use. And that's that's the big tip. If you guys are taking care of cast iron, when you go to put it away, you take a little bit of olive oil or whatever, whatever oil you got, and you just kind of wipe it around with a little bit of paper towel. You don't want it to be wet, but you just want the whole thing after it, you dried it off. You want to change the color of every little bit of that metal with that oil. Just enough to change the color. And that'll keep it nice and clean for you. My father-in-law has had this cast iron pan his whole life. And I think it was his grandparents. So he's Mm -hmm. like, this thing. He says, they say cast iron will last you forever. Well, this one. He's like 90 years old. And uh, it's got some corrosion on the bottom. So it'll probably only last like six, seven, eight hundred (laughs) years. All right. So uh, that's it. Well, Dan, it's nice that you're back in town. And uh, except for we can't be in the same room together. Because I don't want to. Nice for you. Not for me. Well, it's nice that you're back in town. For it's Yeah, it's nice for me that you're back in town because you having fun somewhere else is saddening to me. And uh, we'll see you all next time. After work. After work.